Hey, Foot Clan, football season is a time for excitement, so go ahead and switch things up with a new recipe from HelloFresh. With pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow directions, it's never been easier to try something new. Get up to 14 free meals, including free shipping with the code FOOTBALLERS14 at HelloFresh.com slash FOOTBALLERS14. And Foot Clan, we want to thank Bombas for sponsoring Bombas. today's show. When it comes to socks, they must be comfortable. And Bombas socks are the most comfortable that Bombas. I have ever won. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> But that's just one reason why we love them. The other, look, they're a good company. They're they're helping their customers. And for every pair of Bombas you buy, they donate an item for those experiencing homelessness. Bombas started making socks. And after learning they're the number one most requested item in homeless shelters, they've started making underwear and shirts too. Bombas socks and underwear, t-shirts, are they're super soft and they're made to last with their 100% happiness guarantee they're confident you'll be happy with your Bombas products or your money back. I'm a no-show sock type of fella. When I when I got my sneakers on, I don't want people seeing them, but my feet need to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I throw on the Bombas and they take Bombas. care of me. <laughs> oh, man, I'm loving it. There's so much more comfort to have and so much more to give with Bombas. Go get 20% off your first order at bombas.com slash footballers. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash footballers for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com slash footballers. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Oh, welcome in. Welcome in, welcome back. Friday, October 15th, the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Jason Moore, Mike, the Fantasy Hitman Right. I'm Andy Holloway. So much to talk about today. We've got a game to recap from last night. News and notes, injury talk, matchups. We've got the wheel of shame on today's show. Mm. Someone's spinning it. The guy who grunted over there. <laughs> the wheel of shame is a lot more fun. On this you, side of the table? When you're not spinning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, was, I had a great time the last couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we also had some breaking news this morning. I don't know if you guys saw this, uh. but um, superstar tight end. Zach Ertz was traded from the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I don't know. Was he traded as he went into the end zone last night? I'm not sure. But, uh, again, superstar, mm-hmm. three-time Pro, Pro Bowler, Bowler, Zach Ertz, is, is heading to the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. And you will notice there is no music accompanying this <laughs> breaking news. Um, I think it's good it's for – yeah. it, well, it's it, it's good for the Cardinals. It's good for the Eagles, and it's good for fantasy. It really is. It's so that's it, a win-win-win. It is. It's a triple win because Zach Ertz becomes, um, I think, at least relevant. The higher-paced, better offense, and then obviously the big winner here is Dallas Goddard. Yes, that is having correct. Dallas Goddard finally be by himself. He was one of those guys coming into this season that we were all really high on. You know, mm-hmm. I I was always in the off season. Do I like Hawkinson or Goddard more? Hawkinson or Goddard? Right. Because I thought Zach Ertz was going to be gone. But now Zach Ertz is uh, gone. I mean, we have to say goodbye to the Goddard jokes. That's been a hard thing for me this morning. The Cardinals mm-hmm. needed to replace Max Williams. He was heavily involved in the offense, like 16, 17% target share, eight, uh, 16 targets over a couple of weeks or something. So um, Ertz is fine. People have – I've been getting tagged nonstop. As I have been very vocal on my, I don't remember that. I of, don't remember that. of Zach Ertz and his ability to play football, and I'm very excited that this happened, this trade, because it was all a ruse. Zach Ertz, he's so incredible. All I've been doing is talking <laughs> his value down so we can sneak him under yes, the Arizona Cardinals. You did it, Mike. You did it. Steve Kime called You're, you up. You are welcome, Steve. I picked it up. I said, Stephen, I'm going to keep talking crap about Zach Ertz. Make, making that Philadelphia, I'm going to convince him that he sucks so that I, we can get him. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I tell myself. Now, now, guys, uh, how do you think? Oh, come how, on. how do you think Dallas Goddard will do catching passes from Tim Tebow? <laughs> it's a it's a great question. I was thinking this morning about we how, did it. How great a fantasy asset Jalen Hurts is, and how in I've got him in our league of record. I've got him in dynasty, and I was thinking. 
I have got to trade him immediately in Dynasty. Because he's not going to have a job. Oh, no, he is not a long-term quarterback. That's not a joke. We found our new Tim Tebow because everybody knew with your eyeballs that Tim Tebow was not going to be a professional quarterback long. And yet, Jalen Hurts outscored Tom Brady last night. <laughs> so, yeah. so, I mean. It, it's, it is. like it, Tim Tebow is, unfortunately, the comp because Jalen Hurts played a terrible game of football last night. And yet, at the very end of the game, his fantasy score was massive. He will easily be a top 10 quarterback on the week. I believe he had three total touchdowns, yeah. two rushing. And at the end of the game, if Philadelphia could have just made one stop, Jalen Hurts would have had an opportunity to go win the game. It was like, crazy. It was this crazy. This game was out of control. And we kind of knew it. Early in the game, it was looking terrible. And we're like, eh, Jalen Hurts will just do a fourth quarter garbage time. You know, it took 90-something yards of P.I. penalties to get him on the goal line a couple times. He missed open receivers. I think Troy Aikman actually left the booth to go and strangle him at one point. At, <laughs> the were, way he was reading the defense. They I mean, were very disappointed in Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like well, two mad dads. <laughs> yes, you you have were. to understand, when they're commentating on this game, they have to watch it all. Like, we can take breaks. We can go to the kitchen, grab a snack, go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, a Hurts break. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. A Hurts break. Uh, they couldn't. So they were getting very frustrated. And the reason we knew he was still going to have a ton of fantasy points when he sucking all game long is because we have watched him every week do this I mean last week he, he was so bad and then the fourth quarter comes around he has like five fantasy points and then they're down and it's like oh just run the ball and run in touchdowns and so he's he's great for fantasy I think he's going to be a great fantasy um, quarterback this whole season but in a dynasty league oh gosh you can get I think you can get a good amount for him because he's literally dominating at the quarterback position points-wise, and I don't think that he is – look, the Eagles have three first-round picks. As of right now, I think they have three top ten picks next year. That is draft capital to replace Jalen Hurts. And I don't want to, like, just, just pile on infinitely. Like, I realize this is Jalen Hurts' 10th NFL start and yeah. all of those kind of disclaimers, but – it's the NFL. I mean, you get a certain amount of time to prove that you're going to be a franchise player, you know, and I don't think he has what it takes to do that. And so in Dynasty Leagues, fantasy-wise, they're going to find – I mean, is it Deshaun Watson? It might be. I mean, that draft capital for trading for Deshaun Watson is there too. So sure. um, they'll find somebody else. And until they do, I want to be clear about something. Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, Devontae Smith uh, – uh, Jalen Rager, I mean, you're not going to be able to pick the week that one of them comes down with one of the 12 completions because it all works out. So it's going to be a rough road. Devontae Smith's been difficult to project in terms of when he delivers and when he doesn't. You know, the game script last night said that Devontae Smith should have had a better game. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, um, and it does seem like Quez Watkins is a better wide receiver than, than Jalen Rager. Yeah, I, saw, he made difficult hard, catches all all game long. It's hard to argue against that. On the other side of the ball, Leonard Fournette oh, has boy. transformed into the full time guy for Tampa Bay, and this like for fantasy, this is incredible. If you drafted Lenny late and held on through those first few weeks, I think congratulations because you have a what I at this point you have to project. This is a long-term fantasy football asset in Leonard Fournette. And Tom Brady, why you got to keep doing my man Mike Evans dirty like this? Every, like Every three games, we just give him four targets, and we're giving Antonio a 13. I Antonio's great. I understand. But come on. Mike Evans is a very good football player. He deserves more than four targets. This is this is a sham. He just wasn't needed. He, but he was out there the they whole get, game. They gave him a goal line. They, they, they ran a goal line play to him. It just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, Mike Evans isn't going to be the volume guy. He's going to have his up games, his down games. Go trade for him if you want. He'll be fine on the course of the season. But it does seem like the kind of best of both worlds where you get the kind of deep targets, the valuable end zone targets, but also the chain mover. Seems like it's Antonio I Brown. Mean, this is a, a victory lap opportunity for, for Mike and then Jason, too, oh, well, thank who, you. Who, who just – you guys were talking up Antonio Brown so early about that trend from last year, the targets. When push comes to shove, 
Tom Brady looks Antonio's way when he got out of the pocket on that touchdown pass. He always gets a deep shot. Like you said, it's 13 targets. That's just, that's silly. So, um, I guess we can move, we can move on because it's Friday. Foot Clan Friday. Every Friday we give away something special to a supporter of the show, this independent podcast. Jointhefoot.com, where our community uh, lives and breathes. This week's item from pristineauction.com, an Antonio Gibson signed jersey. Oh, baby. Evan Sather. Congratulations, you win the Antonio Gibson signed jersey. You can go to pristineauction.com, use the code BALLERS, get a $10 credit. We're actually doing another giveaway at footclangiveaway.com for a Darren Waller jersey, and mm-hmm. everybody can get in on that if you want to head over to footclangiveaway.com. Let's talk news. News and notes from around the league, presented by Sleeper. Today's news kind of, it's difficult. Because there's a lot of injury news, but there's not a lot of practice reports for Friday yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Damian Williams was placed on the COVID list. This, this is, is a big, big deal. News, yes. Khalil Herbert. Yeah, Khalil Herbert is going to be the starting last back. man standing. And he's, I, I think he's a good play. If you picked him up in this week's waiver run, you, you saw it a week ago. It was a pretty close to 50 50. Now, it seemed like Herbert was, you know, well, not seemed, it was. Herbert was getting his uh, touches when they were, you know, trying to run out the clock. They were up, but they trusted Herbert with those carries, and now he will be the only guy for a team that desperately wants to run, run, turtle. Run, run, turtle. I like it. Uh, Allen Robinson didn't practice on Thursday. Kyler Murray limited. DeAndre Hopkins, illness, mispractice. Today's a big day for Hopkins. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson didn't practice due to an illness as well. Joe Judge said Daniel Jones looks like he'll he'll be ready to play. Okay. Uh, so if you were hopeful or scared off of wide receivers because of Mike Glennon, yeah, it's uh, good. It's a good uh, little tap on the booty for Kadarius Tony. Like it's all right. It's all right. You can you can don't still... tap too hard or he'll hit you back. <laughs> that's that's uh, a good point. T.J. Hawkinson limited on Thursday. He should play. Christian McCaffrey didn't practice Thursday. This is the big news. He was limited Wednesday and then didn't practice Thursday. Whenever that happens, it is either uh, someone's birthday, which, (laughs) uh, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know the, I don't know his DOB, or something bad happened. And that's probably the case here. You you know, uh, I would expect if you don't practice on a Thursday after being limited, Wednesday with the hamstring injury, you're not playing this week, and I just, Wills, yeah. I'm like staying away from Twitter <laughs> because I don't want to see any kind of new news that goes the wrong you direction. You cannot escape your sleeper alert, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ian, you know, McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook were the two that were looking 50-50 coming into the week. McCaffrey trending not to play. Cook will play. He was a full participant, and Alexander Madison is limited, so... Uh, fist pumps from Mike. Let's go, Dalvin. Dalvin Cook's going to be back out there. Um, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson did not practice on Thursday. Uh, I don't have any worry myself about these two guys, but uh, keep your eyes on Friday's reports. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon did not practice Thursday, but he is practicing on Friday, or at least going through warm-ups with the team. This one's weird. This so, one is I, – I know we talked about Joe Mixon. Pick up Chris Evans. And Jason, you had the confidence in in Joe Mixon after the the low snaps last week. You know, partially because Samaj P. Ryan is likely not going to play because he is also on the COVID list. Are you still starting Joe Mixon with full confidence based on the news that we have? If Joe Mixon starts, I will be starting Joe okay. Mixon. It is certainly not with full confidence. I would pivot my start of the week, Joe Mixon, right across the field. Uh, give me DeAndre Swift. Okay. Uh, you know, both of these running backs are are in a good matchup. Um, if Joe Mixon doesn't play, then Captain America is. You yeah. know, the, the matchup is is very Chris good for Evans. Him. Yes, correct. Yeah, I mean, I, the joke is great, but he's so unknown <laughs> yes, that Chris I feel Evans, like I have to say back. the name again. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I mean somebody else has played should... Captain America, probably. Well, yeah, not, not, not my lifetime. You want to call him the the Human Torch? 
No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, I guess Captain America now has like shifted, right? Well, yeah, he, he yeah, played Falcon the human torch. Yeah, Falcon is the yeah. new Captain America. Okay, all right. Well, Chris Evans then. All righty. Big news: Nick Chubb did not practice. I and calf. And from what I saw, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I was going to say, from what I saw today, he was not out there. Kareem Hunt, who had been missing, was out there. So. This one is a uh, hold your breath. I mean, are you worried? Most people with Nick Chubb don't have Kareem Hunt, and so you need a full pivot at the running back position, the hardest position to do that. So maybe that's Chris Evans. I think you could do it because regardless of Mixon's status, like Mixon proved last week he can come in and get 30% of the snaps, do a little bit, and they'll manage him, and then Chris Evans would get most of the work. But it's a mess. I mean, unexpected. For Nick Chubb, we didn't have really reason to be fearful until recently. Mm -hmm. Chris Carson didn't practice. I mean, your, yeah, your pivot could be Alex Collins. We'll see if Carson the, the, is is ruled out. He is the Sunday night game, which makes it very difficult for him to be your pivot because you don't, you probably won't know until in the afternoon on Sunday if Chris Carson is trending to playing or not. But he's someone you could pick up yeah unfortunately last Collins, week is. last week they did the game time decision thing and they waited until you know they wanted to see how he felt before the game i can't imagine that a week of more rest says they're going to decide earlier and this is a terrible like my situation where i've got christian McCaffrey, david montgomery and clyde edwards alaire i have alex collins i have him and i think he would be a good play but i don't have any other pivot option because it's sunday night and yeah, I, I mean, the Monday game, you could go McNichols, you could go Singletary. I mean, those would be kind of backup <laughs> pivots. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf didn't practice on Thursday with the foot. Uh, he has a Sunday night game. I was doing some reading on this. Seems like it's just managing the situation. I got a little worried, so I wanted to dig in, and, and I'm not as worried as I was. Damian Harris, limited practice on Thursday. Uh, he still may not play, though. Yeah. We'll see. Josh Jacobs didn't practice due to illness. Julio practiced in full. That's great. And Jarvis Landry was designated to return from IR, not been activated yet. I mean, the, the Julio Jones one is is great. You have far more confidence now in Ryan Tannehill, and especially you know, we, we, we brought him up on the, the Never Not Working segment of last week. Looking forward to the bipocalypse of next week, Ryan Tannehill against the Kansas City Chiefs with both of his weapons. Mm. You should feel pretty good about that option delicious yes yeah i believe that uh those two guys the big two aj brown and, and tulio yeah and tulio jones have not been out there for i think they've been out there 142 snaps together out of 384 on this season so very limited amount of time playing together so far there was not a lot of definitive final news in that injury report. And so it's one of the reasons we have the Injury Blitz podcast from our injury expert, Matthew Betts, available to you at jointhefoot.com. It's why we put game day alerts out. It's why Mike sits in the chair that I'm in right now mm -hmm. on Sunday live to break it all down, to tilt with you, to make pivot suggestions. You can check all that out so you're ready to go. But use today to pick up some guys on the waiver wire. If you have a queue next to the name, Plan ahead. Um, any other news, Brooksy, that has uh, come in while I was giving news? That's it for now, but we're watching. All right. Uh, definitely check out the Sleeper app. Get the breaking news alerts, and uh, you'll be aware of what's going on. All right. Before we jump back into the forecast and uh, go through the rest of these matchups and, of course, make Mike spin the wheel of shame, we want to thank the sponsors supporting the podcast today. Absolutely love these guys. I'm talking about BlockFi. You could be a crypto pro. I mean, crypto is popping today. It is. And, and over this past week, Decade. you could be <laughs> yeah, uh, a total beginner. But you can actually earn Bitcoin the easy way on BlockFi because they have a uh, the world's first Bitcoin rewards credit card. You can earn unlimited Bitcoin on every qualifying purchase that you make, which is pretty exciting. Uh, they've, they're introducing this BlockFi Rewards Visa Signature Card. Everyday purchases. You go out and buy normal things. You get rewarded in Bitcoin, 1.5% back in Bitcoin on qualifying purchases. Kind of a neat way to start to accumulate some crypto. And uh, so now is the time to start or ramp up your Bitcoin portfolio. Wow, 230% <laughs> 
annualized return in 2020 for Bitcoin. Not bad. Uh, right now, our listeners can get a bonus of $25 in crypto after you make your first purchase with the credit card when you sign up at BlockFi.com slash footballers. That's a $25 bonus in crypto deposited right into your account after you make your first purchase, but you got to use our URL, BlockFi.com slash footballers. Start earning Bitcoin back on all your qualifying purchases today, BlockFi.com slash footballers. Not all will be eligible. Geographic, regulatory, and underwriting restrictions apply. Fees and terms are subject to change. Additional items and terms of service at BlockFi.com. BlockFi is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And we want to thank NetSuite. Look, there's three three, th- three things slower than QuickBooks. The line at the DMV, watching paint dry in a dead turtle. Oh, you facts. Really, oh, facts. Hashtag facts. You really want to be in that league. QuickBooks sucks you in, slows you down with a manual process, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. Now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system, because NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, your inventory, your HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your process and close your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while competitors sprint ahead. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control when switching to NetSuite. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash footballers right now. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash footballers. netsuite.com slash footballers. Fantasy Forecast. All right. If you want some of the matchups from yesterday's show, here's what we talked about then. The Dolphins, Jags, Packers, Bears, Bengals, Lions, Texans, Colts, Rams, Giants, Chiefs, and Washington, and the Vikings, Panthers. Those were yesterday's matchups, so click over to that episode and check them out. Today, six more games to talk about, starting with the, maybe my favorite team right now, the Los Angeles Chargers at 4-1, and one, taking on the Baltimore Ravens, who have battled back to 4-1. and one. Ravens feel weird. Uh, because of the close, narrow win against Detroit and then losing to the Raiders and then, you know, up and down. They had to come back from a big deficit. They don't feel like they're kind of... Their defense is not Ravens of old. No, they're not in the groove right now, but uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook line does have the Ravens as two-and-a-half-point home favorites. The over-under is 51 points. And, look, maybe Ravens fans don't like the fact their defense is in the groove, but fantasy fans like that especially if you have Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Jared Cook. I mean, is there anybody that you're lacking confidence in right now? I mean, yeah. the the only notes here for me on the charges would be that Mike Williams has not practiced or didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. So hopefully we at least get a limited on Friday. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, it's this is wheels up. You're playing, you're playing everybody, and you're even willing to stream Jared Cook as the Ravens are. 30th against fantasy tight ends. Yeah, so pay attention to Mike Williams' injury news today. Austin Eckler has been outstanding of late. Herbert obviously has been great. And for what it's worth, I mean, this could be really great. He's Your default gut reaction when you see Baltimore in Baltimore Mm -hmm. is to kind of suppress the value of the quarterback. Yes. And yet Baltimore has given up 435-yard game to Derek Carr, huge game to Mahomes. A huge game to Carson Wentz. Yeah, 402 yards to Carson Wentz. That's embarrassing. <laughs> so the confidence that you need in this game, yeah, fourth most passing yards allowed for Baltimore. And they've got some injuries, and they're dealing with that. Lamar, um, assuming he plays, I mean, he had the illness, missing practice. He's going to be in your lineup, as mm-hmm. is Hollywood Brown. You're going to stay in those flames, as is Mark Andrews. So the real kind of confidence question regarding the Ravens is the running game. It's it's is Tyson going to get more work nope, magically? Doubt I mean, it. I don't think. I think the experiment with Love Bell's over. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. It it'll be the three headed monster with Latavius Murray at the front, and I I talked about him as the my start of the week. That not that I'm I'm not calling for Latavius Murray to have a to be a week winning running back here, but 
just saying, I I have the confidence that if Murray's on your bench, uh, he is absolutely worth a, a flex play against a team giving up over 25 points a game to the running back position. Man, I, ha- I have a really hard time wanting to start these guys. Watching these games, it's just like, I feel like if Latavius Murray doesn't get a touchdown, he won't be good. Like, you know, what's what's his he, – he's not involved in the passing game. So what's the most rushing yards he gets in this game? You know, is it like – 60. Yeah. So that's it. That's the game. Two, that's six points. Yes. Now, if you get a touchdown, great. Um, and I, I, I do have a league where I have to flex him, so I hope you're right here, well, Mike. let's say you have Latavius Murray and you're deciding on the injury dance of Joe Mixon. Are you playing – Latavius, I, or are you playing Mixon with limited snaps? If Mixon is active, I would play Mixon over Latavius. Okay. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about in this one? I mean, Mike, to your point, Chargers giving up 25 fantasy points yep. a game to opposing running backs. The 5-0 and Arizona Cardinals with superstar Zach Ertz taking on the Cleveland Browns, who are 3-2. and Well, not with Zach Ertz. No, no. And that I, I, I forgot to mention that. The world was set aflame with this trade news this morning. And they all wanted to know, could Zach Ertz play again and get two box scores from week six? Could I get both weeks? Which, I mean... Are you trying to kill the man? If something is that crazy and does happen, I'm all about letting it happen, personally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's not allowed. Uh, the NFL does not allow a player to play more than one game per week. So Zach Ertz will have, uh, what, 10 days to get acclimated in his new home. And the Cardinals will be without... Zach Ertz and Max Williams in this Now, game. what if and Rodney Hudson is this Ugh. like a calendar week, or is this Zach? What if Zach Ertz got traded to the Cardinals and we played on Monday nights? I believe technically it is the, a different week. Yeah, no, I don't think you found the loophole there, Mike. Um, but if they flex him into primetime, he could play. All right, no, uh, the Cardinals. You know they travel on the road here. The DraftKings Sportsbook line: Browns minus three. The over/under is forty-nine points. You know Nick Chubb could miss the game. Oh, man. And, uh, I mean, for all we know, Hopkins could miss the game with this this illness. Right now, no signs for that. I'd be much more concerned about Chubb. 49 points seems like a lot. It, the, you know what I mean? Like, this game, just everything is is feels a negative on, on, the, on the outlook in the sense that, like, Baker hasn't been playing his best. Odell Beckham's been disappearing. Uh, Kyler's dealing with a shoulder injury. Hopkins has an illness. Chubb's not there. It's supposed to be windy, 17-mile-an-hour winds, which 15-plus-mile-an-hour is where you start to kind of worry about the passing game a little bit. It, I don't know. The vibes just aren't good here, right? Am I missing something? I mean, you've got two good teams, uh, two first you know, picks at quarterback, uh, should be exciting, but I feel like this one's going to be a letdown. So how will that affect the way you view fantasy players in this game? Are you adjusting expectations? Are there any significant benches? Like, would you bench all the non-Hopkins wideouts for Arizona because of that uh, feeling? Um, yeah, I'm I'm less confident in playing them. And, and usually when you're, when you're playing A.J. Green or Chris Kirk, Rondell Moore, um, what you're doing is you're taking a shot at a piece of the 35 points they're going to be put up. And I'm not sure that that's going to happen. With with no Rodney Hudson and a great pass rush from the Cleveland Browns, Rodney Hudson the center for the Arizona Cardinals, um, I, I don't know how big a pie you're going to get in this game. So, yeah, those ancillary pieces I'm not so sure about. I'm still starting Kyler Murray. I was asked on local radio this morning, like, are you starting Kyler Murray or Trevor Lawrence because of the shoulder? And I, I, I would not be okay losing with Kyler Murray on the bench while he has a good game. I would be okay starting Kyler Murray and losing and him having an, an off week. I've, I've talked about trading high. If you could capitalize and get a haul for Kyler and avoid the situation altogether. But if he's on your roster, you play him. And you, it, perhaps you, uh, think twice about the, the potential of James Conner, who's, I mean, very been very viable for fantasy, but it's it's touchdown. So if you're projecting that the Cardinals will have fewer touchdown opportunities in this game, then Connor's not someone you want a desperation flex. I think Chase Edmonds is the play in okay. this game. I think when you lose your tight end, you don't have Ertz or Max Williams for this week. You have a pass rush that Jason just mentioned, and Chase Edmonds is a receiver at the at the running back position. I think he may be. What if Hopkins misses? I mean. Edmonds is going to be very, very necessary in this game. That makes a lot of sense to me. It does like that, you know, that narrative of of how that game could go. 
really does make sense. But while you're saying that, it kind of illuminates maybe the need for Rondale Moore a little bit more too. The the screen game, the manufacturer get the ball out quick and let a player do something. So maybe a little uh little bit more confidence in Rondale Moore. But wide receiver wise, you know, well, Eric, as as also as we're talking, Hopkins was back during the open portion of practice okay. today. Well that's that's good news. Uh to to remove that potential variable. Cardinals defense has been really, really good. They're number one against opposing tight ends. They were great last year against tight ends after they're like I think two years ago it was a disaster. Great against opposing quarterbacks, opposing running backs. Um, there aren't wide receivers that give you great confidence. You know, last week was a Donovan Peoples-Jones game, but he disappeared for weeks before that. Landry could be back. I don't know if you are confidently playing any Browns outside oh, Kareem of Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I, I would probably bench everybody else. I would agree, other than uh, if Nick Chubb is active, I'm then still yes. going to start Nick Chubb. Yeah, no, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. Uh, the Raiders at three and two take on the three and two Denver Broncos. The DraftKings Sportsbook line have the Broncos minus three and a half over under forty three and a half. Raiders been in the thick of uh, distractionville, mm -hmm. and uh, they've lost a couple in a row. Josh Jacobs five targets each of the last two weeks. That's something. He does seem to be now. Peyton Barber's expected to be back. I'm not, oh, thank goodness. I'm not really worried about that. <laughs> Raider Nation, breathe a sigh of relief. Peyton Barber, he's back. <laughs> Broncos defense has been stout. Second against quarterbacks, third against running backs, third against tight ends. You know, Divisional matchup, this could be a real ugly slugfest. I, I would take the – I think it's going to be an ugly slugfest, a 17-14 type mm -hmm. of, of game. And, you know, the Broncos have not been great. You know, Cortland Sutton's going to be in my lineup. Yeah, Cortland Sutton will be there. I'm not confident. Um, I mean, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, you're going to keep getting what you've got, which is a split backfield, opportunities for, you know, falling into the end zone. Um, Do we have an update on Melvin no, Gordon's health? Sorry, Jason. No, I mean, that's obviously important here because Javante would go from someone I don't want to play to someone who would be in all my lineups if he was alone. Um, Melvin is just that he was limited yesterday. That's what I have last. Okay. Right. So I would expect him to be out there. I mean, yeah, Cortland Sutton is there. Uh, Tim Patrick is fine as a low end flex. Um, yeah, it's, this isn't really the matchup that I'm hoping to play fireball in. Can I give a, uh, little dynasty thought that sure. I've, I've come to terms with and I, I put it into action yesterday. Look, I, I traded Jason. We had a bigger trade with Zeke and Mark Andrews, and I got Noah Fant back, and I've, I've had Noah Fant starting in a couple leagues. I don't I don't like Noah Fant long-term. Interesting. Like, I've watched these games closely, and I, unfortunately, I just see more of a – I'm not seeing the special level of tight end with Noah Fant on the field. So I shipped him off in a dynasty league. I traded for Dawson Knox. He's only scored in double digits 22% of the time visually watching the games. I mean, he's had such opportunity, right? Yeah. Perceptual opportunity where you lose. Yes, he should be dominating. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. And I, I've watched him, and I think he looks kind of slow, a little bigger than he used to. I'm I'm laughing because the same exact thing happened to me where one, when you have him, when you're relying on Noah Fant, it, it, we're humans, right? You're watching these games and you're paying real special attention to the players that you're rooting for, the players you need points you know, out of. And, and all of a sudden, when you're watching him, you're like, I just don't know if he's ever going to do it. And and so that's part of why I, I traded him away. Then you grab him, you're playing him, and you're watching him, and you're like, I'm just not sure he's <laughs> ever going to really do it. Yeah, because the name still demands... High draft capital, yeah. super athlete. But 30th and 32nd in two of the last three weeks, he got into the end zone to finish at tight end nine. But you should have seen better than tight end nine over these last three weeks with the limited pass catching options in Denver. So that's just kind of a, you know, all that to say, you might not have a better option. You always have a chance at a touchdown with him in this matchup. Mm -hmm. And the Raiders haven't been great against tight ends. But dynasty wise, I'm a little bit, I'm a little worried. And this isn't the matchup that I would love Hunter Renfro or Ruggs or Brian Edwards. There's barn burners where you're just wanting a piece of a big pie. This doesn't strike me as where I'd like to start them. The Dallas Cowboys at four and one take on the New England Patriots who are two and three. They were so close to being one and four with Houston defeating them I, last week. In, Houston should have won that game. Yes. They really should have. 
DraftKings Sportsbook line here. Cowboys minus three and a half on the road in Foxborough. Oof. The over-under is 50 and a half points. Cowboys are playing great. New England has yet to find itself on defense. You know, last week, what they gave up, big play-wise, over and over again to Davis Mills was worrisome the same week that they traded Stephon Gilmore away. So, or let him go. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I have any hesitation with the big Dallas pieces in this game. No, I, I don't I don't either. I, I think that uh, the Patriots are a pretty good defense, but Dallas is a just better team. They're just going to go in there, and I think they're going to beat them up. Um, we've seen Dallas do it every which way. Week one, we know they can air it out. They can throw the ball for a kajillion yards. Uh, but if they're winning the game, which they're favored, and I think they're the better team here, they have been running the ball since that first week. They've got the third highest rush rate, slowing the pace down. It's not great for fantasy, but it's great for the Dallas Cowboys record and getting victories at the end of the game. So they're going to keep doing that. I, I'm not afraid of I'm not afraid of Zeke, Cooper, or Lamb. All three of those guys are every single week starters, no matter matchup. And we, I believe it was on this the the Green Room show where we were we were getting questions because you know like should I be concerned about this player? And people are saying, well, I'm confused. What's going on with, with CeeDee Lamb? What's going on with the breakout of Amari Cooper? And to highlight this, because I, I don't think that he he still is not. Who are the, you talking the, about? I'm going to get there. He's not at the fantasy respect level that he should be. And the thing that's happened to CeeDee Lamb is Dalton Schultz, the, 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 the tight end. I mean, look, I wanted it to be Jarwin. It's not. It's Dalton Schultz. Over the last three weeks, Dalton Schultz has seen 29% of the targets, and the and the pie has been smaller. So if you're wondering what's going on with your wide receivers, it's not that CeeDee Lamb is bad. It's that Dak Prescott has a, a new best friend in Dalton Schultz who should be respected as a, as a top tight end option for the foreseeable future. He's looked great. I've looked to pick him up, and now would you go trade? Let me ask you this. Would you trade Noah Fant? Away for Dalton Schultz in the yes. short term view. Yes, short term, absolutely. I, I think Schultz is quickly becoming that neck, that second tier of mm -hmm. uh, tight end where you need to start them. One bit of update for you. One bit of update. I've never said that <laughs> sentence before. Little bit update. New bit update. Little <laughs> bit update. Mixon normal workload according to Zach Taylor. I hope he knows more. I hope he knows more than the beat reporters from last week. But that's great. Seems like a better source. It does seem like a pretty good source. Now remind me, Zach Taylor, head coach. Yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> now, Mike, I wanted to ask you about the running game for New England because I think people are trying to find opportunity. No, okay. Don't, don't. <laughs> Thank you. That see, that's it's the right answer. That's what we needed to hear. But the defense, Dallas, has actually been good against the run, and then you're sifting through the rubble here trying to find Brandon Bolden or Ramondre or Damian Harris limited and no is a good answer yeah for like Harris is Harris should be on your your bench he should not be dropped or anything like that he's a fine uh, he's he's good for your fantasy football team but you have to find the right places to play him against Dallas that uh, coming off of a chest injury even it we don't know if he's going to suit up but this is not the week but next week he gets the New York uh, the New York Jets. Yeah, I'll play Damian Harris in that matchup, and I do think because I I picked him up. I I overpaid a lot in in Fab to pick him up yesterday. But to pick who up to pick up Ramondre Stevenson, who to me is worth a stash and see what's going on because this this running back room is in transition. It's in turmoil. We don't know exactly what's going on, and Ramondre by the end of the year, could end up being the, the primary ball carrier. And he actually has a, a decent skill set at catching the ball, better than Damien Harris. So we, he could see an uptick in, in usage there. I'm not. He's one of my favorite stashes. Yes, you're, you're not yes. picking him up and putting him in your lineup and expecting great things right now. But Ramondre Stevenson at running back is a good pickup and stash. Wait and see what you have here. Uh, he has the talent, um, and I, I think he could – the hardest, have an impact as the season goes on. The hardest thing about New England is how many years has it been since we've seen an explosive offensive performance? How many years has it been since they've had Tom Brady? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they. it's like the ceiling. If, like, if any player achieves their pinnacle uh, 
goals for this team, you still are going up against the bottom third scoring team. Yeah, you're still disappointed. That's why Jacoby Myers is okay because his pinnacle is what he's been doing, which is like eight for eighty, and that's a fine fantasy, you know, day. Uh, this is a, a he game. was tackled at the one last week. We're, getting, we're getting closer. Well, he got to the force field. <laughs> he's, not, <laughs> he's not allowed to break through the it's, force field of the like end zone. It's like the dome. Yeah, the show. Absolutely. Just, there's an invisible dome for He Jacoby. was tackled with no defenders. Did you guys see the play? I did I did see the play. It was a screen pass. It was like 100%. We're calling this to get Jacoby his first touchdown. It yeah. was like, oh, this should work. We'll get him that, that quick touchdown. Still didn't work. Hunter Henry is a play, though, to me. I think sure. Hunter Henry yeah. in this matchup against Dallas, Dallas should put up points, and Henry has separated himself uh, running more routes than Jonu, and so I would look that direction. Yeah, you saw twenty nine percent of the targets last week. That's wild. The two and three Seahawks take on the two and three Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. The DraftKings Sportsbook line Steelers minus five and a half. The over under is forty three. Pittsburgh should get back to five hundred in this game. Uh, they get the benefit of not facing Russell Wilson. Geno Smith will um, be the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. And by the way, the practice reports yesterday for Seattle were ridiculous. You know who was limited in practice? Everyone. Russell Wilson. That was that's what he was listed as. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I mean, so, he's well, he can do everything on the football field except throw a football. Right. Well, he, he can run just fine. If there was one player, one ever, to pull a Larry Bird and come out here and try to play quarterback left-handed, just like, dude, I'm still better than. Is a Russ, a left-handed Russell might be better than Geno Smith? Yeah. Um, this is this is a tough thing, right? Because you you face a pretty good defense, especially against the run, against tight ends. Pittsburgh uh, seemed to figure some things out last week. <laughs> I'm laughing at this comment because the note I have under Big Big Ben Roethlisberger from Kyle was that he used to play football professionally. Oh man, um, uh, get but P Pittsburgh should win this game. I mean, you got to like Najee, yep. Deontay, Claypool. Yep, and. Um, is there any chance that you would play Big Ben? Because no. I know we've never said that out loud, but Seattle's defense struggling. Short, what short fields, touchdown opportunities, maybe. Yeah, the touchdown opportunities for sure. Um, I, you know, you would you would assume higher odds for Najee than for the wide receivers. Um, this is one of those games where when you look at the defense and what Seattle has given up, they're a they're a poor defense. You can't really fact, you know, like. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're a bad defense. They give up a ton of points. But part of the reason they do is because Patrick Mahomes goes out there and puts up so many points that you have to are go they, for are it. Are they mad at him? <laughs> on every fourth down. Is, is the Kansas City defense upset with Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. They're like, slow down, man. They're like, you make the other team always want to score so much. Um, but, you know, similar things here with, with Russ. Um, with a worse offense for the Seahawks, there will be, you know, more – potential for uh, the game clock to run out early run Najee um not have to try to put up 40 points to win the game any chance you're pivoting from the wide receivers on Seattle on Seattle no Lockett Lockett is someone that I'm a little bit scared of his mind meld with Russell Wilson is otherworldly and um I, I I you know I'm not pivoting from him to uh a you know a Jacoby Myers but if I've got another good option, Julio. Yeah, if, if Julio's active, I'd play Julio. I would play Julio as well because of the quarterback Tyler situation Boyd versus Tyler Lockett. I'd play Lockett. I would go Lockett there. It will be interesting to see what this offense does for Seattle because the new quarterback, you can't just say, "Hey, go do what Russell Wilson does." So do they? Do they bring shorter targets in here that and the the Seattle wide receivers actually become a little bit more consistent? Maybe not at the as explosive, but gets more consistent production. Well, Pat Fryermuth, I did see a stat that oh. that Big Ben is he Luth? Uh, his passer rating throwing the ball to Pat Fryermuth is like one twenty five. That makes sense. Yes. He's Muth. <laughs> I mean, let him Luth. <laughs> just, just let him Luth. He's just Luth in the reins. Just Luth in the reins and let Muth go everywhere. Pittsburgh, oh. let him, let him Luth. Yeah. Oh man, I love Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> I can hear Al Borland just cackling like a little kid in the background. That gets me, man. Yeah. 
What gets you exactly? Like just when, let him loose. When the mooth is loose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say it at home. Say it with us. Now, Brooks, does that make you cackle at all? Oh, yeah. All right. What is that again? Good, gives me a good chuckle. What, what does? What does? The mooth is loose. <laughs> the mooth. Oh, fantastic. All right. Monday Thank night. you for letting us not I, gloss what? over the mute. Yes. Uh, once I saw that tweet, I knew I'd bring him up in the matchups. <laughs> Buffalo, 4-1. and one, Tennessee, 3-2. and two. DraftKings Sportsbook line for Monday Night Football. The Bills, minus 5.5. The over-under is 53. Uh, I don't think anybody's playing better than the Bills right now. And the Tennessee defense, frankly, it, it, there are two outcomes for this game. Tennessee's offense figures it out. Or Tennessee gets blown out. I mean, that those <laughs> yeah, are the outcomes, yeah, right? I that mean, is what it seems like. The over/under is fifty-three. Now, there's a good. I mean, there's a chance that they figure it out, and it doesn't matter because Buffalo's been the best defense in football. But at least you got a shot at it, right? Like fantasy players would like to see last Monday night. Yes. So, are you confident with the running backs on Buffalo because of the matchup with Tennessee? Just Zach Moss. The it's he's become the guy uh you know the last few weeks he like we saw it happening where after the weird week one situation Zach Moss has looked good on the field he was getting end zone uh he's getting goal line carries and then we saw the snaps jump up to 74 percent uh against Kansas City so is that to me that's a just a sign of things to come that they're gonna make the move to Zach Moss and yeah, that and that's great. Like if if Zach Moss can become a reliable fantasy option for a very high powered offense, like that's that's great for fantasy football. I agree, and the the truth is, is they're going to be in these positive game scripts the majority of the time that they play football, and so that gives me more confidence in Moss. Four targets for Moss last week. I mean, that's it's good stuff. I expect big things from Stephon Diggs this week. Uh, Tennessee is dead last in the NFL against opposing fantasy wideouts. So they're giving would, up forty points per game to the wide receivers. Fantasy points per game in half point. That is great. And I would so Emmanuel Sanders is back in there. Yeah. Um. The only area they've been strong against so far, and I haven't looked at all their opponents, but it's been the tight end position. But you're still putting Dawson Knox back out there. You have to. He's running so many routes, mm -hmm. and really seems like they have marginalized Cole Beasley. I mean, between Sanders and Dawson Knox, Cole Beasley's uh, been far less important. Like Emmanuel Sanders or Tyler Lockett. That's a Ooh, question coming in from. That's a. I would play Emmanuel Sanders for sure. Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I think that there's a good consideration. It's not locked and loaded, clear and obvious. But if it was my roster, I would play Emmanuel Sanders. The matchup is fantastic. The quarterback is a known commodity. He's been very good. I don't see why I would. Uh, pivot other than just hoping that they'll have some new game plan for Gino where they throw it to Tyler Lockett short all the time. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, greater sign Gino Smith. I think yeah. Josh Allen has increased his average depth of target from last year to this year. He's second in the league. He's 137.6 passer rating on 10 plus yard throws. It's the best in the NFL. We just saw a graphic that went up on Twitter that showed the last 21, 21 games. games. Yeah between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, and they're indistinguishable in terms of touchdown-to-interception ratio, win-loss record. record. Um, it's it's incredible what Josh Allen has been able to do and then sustain it. You know, Josh Allen is here to stay, and the Bills are here to stay because of it every year for, for a long, long time. So on the other side of the ball, though, Derrick Henry's always in your lineup. Mm -hmm. Tannehill, it's a tough sell on Tannehill. You just yep. need to wait and see if you get – Two healthy wideouts at the end of this game, moving into next week against Kansas City. 100%. I'm benching Ryan Tannehill here. Um, there are too many really good options to stream at quarterback that are easy and obvious that I would put ahead of Ryan Tannehill this week. But again, have him on your bench for next week against Kansas City. Yep. And then A.J. Brown, I mean, I don't have a tremendous amount of confidence in him this week. I don't Especially, have confidence for upside, but I'm still starting him as like a low-end wide receiver too. Yeah, it's it's tough because you've had injury, but you also had like the bad performance, right? Like four of eight targets, three of nine targets to start the year, three of six targets last week. You haven't seen it this year yet, which is just unfortunate. You probably don't have a better option. Yeah, you. I mean, you're right. You haven't it's a seen bad it this year, too. but the fact that 
He's caught 40% of his passes over the course of this season so far, 10 out of 25. He's not a 40% catch rate guy. I mean, nobody is. That's This year he is. He, he has been, but he's a 65% catch rate player with Tannehill over the course of his career, so I'm not too worried about the bad performances. He's he, He'll right the ship. All right, Lamar Jackson did return to practice on Friday, so that's good news if you were – you probably weren't scared. Uh, Terry McLaurin spent time with the training staff on <laughs> Friday. No, they also said he rejoined his teammates on the main field. Mm. So we're not good, good, good. We're not exactly sure what's going on. Never a, it's never a good uh, tweet to read that someone's on the side with the training staff. But as of now, I would I would think he's okay. Brooksy, how how long is the Injury Blitz podcast on average? When Betsy puts it oh. out there, like fifteen minutes? Yeah, right. Around. Breaking news. Browns running back Nick Chubb has been ruled out Wow, for Sunday's game against the Arizona Cardinals. So should I feel good about playing somebody that has Cream Hunt right now? Uh, no. It's funny, though, because Cream Hunt. about trading for Cream Hunt last week? Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? I did. Yeah, it Cream? also appears that Chris McCaffrey is not at practice again today. <laughs> Come on, what's wrong with your body? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, continue. <laughs> you doing okay? I just, I've had two. I get, I've had Christian McCaffrey for two years. Yeah, it's been a bad two years. <laughs> you haven't got to enjoy nothing. Nothing. <sighs> what does you it keep, cost you? Keep, you? you keep <laughs> everything. You, you get on the bus. <laughs> you drive into town. You go. You try to open the door to the candy store. Yeah. Oh, there. We, and I, the candy store is always closed, and you got to get back on the bus and drive back home. Someone keeps stealing the wheels off my Lamborghini. I haven't been able to drive it. <laughs> I've got a beautiful Lambo, and I just every I shouldn't park it outside, but I want people to see it, and they come by and they take the wheels, and then I can't drive. You that. can't never drive it. Oh, all right, uh, it's time to move on. By the way, I was I think I was saying the injury blitz podcast again. Just there's so much going on right now that is crucial for this week. The question is, how quickly can I get Cream Hunt into my DraftKings lineup before we nope, go? Nope, nope. <laughs> Fantasy Faceoff, presented by DraftKings. That could still be a trap for two reasons. Number one, Arizona's defense has been outstanding against running backs. Fantasy points given up. We're still we're still giving up a very high uh, very high yards per carry though. But number two, Kareem Hunt historically has not been as good when Nick Chubb missed. I mean, he hasn't. I had him last year during all of the missed sure. Nick Chubb mm -hmm. games. It was not a treat. He had the opportunity to do what we thought he was going to do, which is just be a top five absolute dominating force while Chubb was down. Um, he didn't do that. However, we've seen the same thing with Alexander Madison. He had the opportunity. He failed. A smaller sample size with Madison. And then this year, he's really come through. So there is still so, hope that Hunt becomes a top five guy. I don't think he's a top five guy this week. I think he's a great play this week, though. Great. Um. Well, let's let's move on. Fantasy face-off here brought to you by DraftKings. Last week, I whooped your booty. Yeah, you whooped last. most people's booty. I had a great I had a great lineup. Yes. And you whooped my booty. I mean, what? I cashed everywhere with this lineup. Last week, your lineup that you set for this fantasy face-off finished tw what was 22. It? 22 in the the milli maker. So that's like 200,000 lineups? Yeah. So not Two, 237,000. Not only did you beat the two of us. <laughs> but who's counting? <laughs> you, it was one of the best lineups possible for the week. My favorite part was, well, two things. I got a lot of tweets that people are like, I just played your lineup and I won a bunch of money. And that's cool. But the, the, the other fun tweets were like, why didn't you share this lineup with us? Because <laughs> when they found out I finished twenty second, they're like, they're like, why don't you put this out there anywhere? Why what? don't you share? To which you replied, why don't you listen to our Friday episode? I was like, wow. it's literally the show, the lineup I announced on the show. So oh, uh, those Mike, people would have got muted. Mike, you ended up at the basement because Jason did have a pretty good week, um, and so thanks, Lavisca. Congratulations. Let's do it. Wheel of shame. Now, last time you had the messy lipstick, right? When I had the privilege of, of yeah, yeah, that was that uh, was good. That was a it was a good time. All right, let's spin it again, Al. Oh boy, 
Okay, so we got the fedoras, hat, farmer hat, baby bonnet, that Uncle was Sam. That. Oh, we got a clown wig. Is that what? <laughs> clown wig, clown mm. wig. Well, I got some accessories too. Don't worry about that. There's some. There's clown accessories. I hope so. Are they? Yeah. Okay, so so Mike is they're bundled out. inside the wig. I mean, All you're right. gonna have to switch hats here. You got to get rid of your son's hat. Well, I got to figure out how to get inside this thing okay yeah. oh beautiful i love we do, the we have bow a few all right so for those listening at home number one you just just go to our youtube yeah but there's so there's the wig a boat i gotta go bow tie first I you suppose, do you right? gotta slip that one over oh this is outstanding you got the big bow tie <laughs> the white gloves the clown wig and i think best of all i didn't know that you were gonna have me dress up as matt Nagy. The, oh. <laughs> the red nose yeah the gloves are i mean those are optional <laughs> But, but now get the you need the you nose the, on. What? Well, okay, it's clutch. Right. Does it fit? Oh baby! Oh yeah, looking All good, right. Mike. Bo, bozo over this here. Is the worst. Yeah, who's taking your opinion serious this week? Anybody starting to line up from that guy? All right, uh, I'm telling you, you can't miss. <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> delightful oh man those gloves i don't know if they're gonna fit you they but... look tiny oh no they're good <laughs> they're good he's putting them on all right let's see i'll get into the lineup here oh my goodness who do you um, have a quarterback andy is it gonna surprise anybody yeah it is i have joe burrow i took joe burrow at quarterback i had thought I, about going i can't use my computer with the gloves <laughs> <laughs> the... oh man i love winning winning is fun um, I went Joe Burrow. I thought he was the right balance between uh, affordability and upside. I like him. he's my start of the week. The Detroit matchup, uh, the big playability, the stack. So I went, I went Joe Burrow against Detroit. I'm curious, Jason. You had you were thinking about a, an expensive and a cheap option. Which did you go with? I w I I had really thought about building around <laughs> Taylor Heineke, but then this is a cash version, and that's something worth at least saying on the show. Like I know people played this lineup in the Millie Maker, and it did well, but we're building these actually for more cash games um, to beat two people versus beating 200,000. Um, I went Patrick Mahomes uh, against Washington, who's been giving it up without, you know, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire there. I, I, I think Mahomes coming off a loss, I just want all those points in cash. He's expensive at 8,300, but it was worth it. And I assume, Mike, <laughs> did you go Mahomes <laughs> as well? Beep, beep. I took Mahomes too. Oh, really? You both have Mahomes? <laughs> Boop. All right. Um, run <laughs> uh, at running back, I went with. I kind of got a Bob Ross thing going on. You do on. have a little bit of a Bob sure. Ross. But like a real colorful. Bozo tree. Ross. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I went Austin Eckler and Daryl Henderson. So Austin Eckler against Baltimore, staying in the flames with the value, PPR. And then Daryl Henderson against New York, who was my start of the week at running back. So I went Austin Eckler as well. Oh, boy. Um, great PPR option. And Jonathan Taylor against Houston. Those are my two running backs. Not bad. All right, we have a little bit of overlap. I also have Daryl Henderson at six. <laughs> I can't even talk to the microphone with this Can't nose. take yourself seriously. Uh, I got Henderson, and I went... <laughs> Uh, I went with DeAndre Swift at 6,300. <laughs> I can't look at you. DeAndre Swift. All right, my wideouts. Uh, Devontae Adams. You ever heard of him? I went with Devontae Adams. Uh, oh, that guy? You're going back to that yeah, well? I'm spinning up on that. You coward. Yeah, and then I'm going Jamar Chase to stack with Joe Burrow Okay. against Detroit. Big play. And then I went with uh, DeAndre Carter. I went with the very bargain okay, basement $3,000 DeAndre Carter for Washington. It's a it's a scary pick, but it let me spend up elsewhere. Yeah, well, it was a scary pick for me as well. DeAndre uh, Carter right. for three thousand. Oh, I can't wait for Deami Brown to play. Is well, I mean, well, McLaurin went off to the sideline yeah. this week uh, against Kansas City at three thousand, which is the basement for wide receivers. He's a good value. I also have Jamar Chase. Oh boy! So the difference, uh, you make got it three. Devontae, <laughs> you've got Devonte Adams. I've got Keenan Allen. All right, so I do. I have Jamar Chase for my Patrick Mahomes super stack. I'm going with. Uh, budding superstar McCole Hardman. Okay, who saw a bunch of targets last week. He's only forty two hundred, and currently I have Terry McLaurin in at seventy one hundred. Uh, but we'll we'll see if he actually plays. If I have to pivot that decision or not. All right, at tight end, uh, I'll give you my tight end, my flex, and my defense. My tight end is Ricky Seals Jones uh, for Washington. Oh, 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 oh. So I'm looking at peripheral targets in Washington outside of McLaurin in that matchup with Kansas City. There's so much snot in this 
clown nose oh, right boy. now. That's <laughs> terrible. Ter- wrong with Why your you- nose? Stop blowing. Stop blowing snot into it. It's just—it's giving me a runny nose, and it's got nowhere to run. Oh, stay away, um, Rondale Moore. I, I'm taking the shot on oh, Rondale Moore okay. in my flex position against Cleveland, and then I'm going with the Colts defense against Houston. All right. Uh, I also have Ricky Seals Jones at tight end. You, you have Carter. Oh, we all have Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's three thousand. He's yeah. three thousand, and he's going to get a lot of targets against Kansas City. Uh, I've got Daryl Williams at my flex. Okay. Um, at forty nine hundred Chiefs. Yep, running back for the Chiefs. Very good value, and the Carolina Panthers defense against Minnesota at home for twenty nine hundred. I have Ricky Seals Jones as I mentioned, and then I have Brandon Cooks taking mm. on the Colts at fifty eight hundred. And uh, for my defense, I am reluctantly playing the Cleveland Browns against my Arizona Cardinals. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, Download the DraftKings app right now. Use the code BALLERS this week. New customers can get a free shot of millions of dollars in total prizes. That's the code BALLERS only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. That's a minimum $5 deposit requirement. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I'm going to give Brooks another second to break in with some surprising injury news. Today has felt like a whirlwind. You got anything for us? Or are we are we all okay? Nothing surprising. Nope. All right. Well, Sunday Live with this clown, an hour before kickoff <laughs> at BallersLive.com. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we wish you the best of luck in week six. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.